Hello, this is Abby. Dear Abby, this is gonna be a long one. Oh boy. Dear Abby, how do you tell the difference between a new exciting crush and a rebound? Does it matter? Dear Abby. Dear Abby. Dear Abby. Welcome to our little corner of the internet. This is the Dear Abby podcast. I hope you stay and hang out with us. See you in a sec. this is working perfect (gasps) i got it set up baby let's go welcome back you guys welcome welcome back to another episode of dear abby i am your host my name is abby and i'm happy to have you guys back the days that i record i'm not kidding i'm like so excited the whole day because It's a time that I get to, I just feel very present when I'm recording. Yeah, it's just some of my favorite times of the week. I'm so excited to be recording. I don't even know why. Like, I like the topic we're talking about and stuff, but it's just fun because it's a creative outlet for me. I eventually want to do a rebranding of sorts where I have everything's a little bit more cohesive. My design, if you want to go over to YouTube, it should be working. I'm not going to jinx myself, but... I have a whole new video for real this time. Hope I think I've figured out what keeps happening to my camera. So I'm hoping that it's going to work. Finger cro- fingers crossed the whole way through. I watched a bunch of YouTube videos on camera settings, which there's not a lot of creators out there, out there that are really good at making those types of videos that are actually informative, where you learn how to do it on your own after the video. But I found some guy, I think his name's Philip, and I watched all of his videos about this camera that I have. And it was so helpful. And I'm so excited to actually make videos now because I understand how to use the settings. I could have also just tried to learn by myself, but it's I just want someone to teach me. So yeah, check out YouTube. Um, if you want to see what it looks like, it's pretty boring right now. I don't like that everything's just white because I feel like I get depressed when everything's white and I think it's a very basic thing to do. Whether that's a trauma response, trying to always find everything different and be everything different than the norm, I don't know and I don't care because... I just want a more creative space. So stay tuned for that. You guys are along for the ride with me. I've realized with this podcast, it's gone from like seven different places. Hopefully that makes it more relatable because I'm just bouncing from place to place because I'm in my 20s trying to find a place to settle down in, at least in some aspect of like, I'm not married yet. I don't have kids or anything, but I think just finding a good place for me to kind of settle down and get comfortable with as I kind of set up a foundation for the rest of my life it's also just i had the thought of how crazy it is that i'm just 20 almost 26 birthday is no no, november birthday is august 23rd just to remind everyone so get ready to venmo me um subscribe maybe would be the best birthday gift you guys could give me we're going camping for my birthday and i'm very excited about that but anyways crazy that i'm only 26 pretty much because I'm closer to 30, but I also feel like I have so much life left to live. I'm really excited about it. I love learning to love life, if that makes sense. I'm learning to love life for every everything that it is, not just the good parts or the bad parts. That's the whole thing. You're along for the journey with that as well. Yeah, I, I sometimes get nervous because I started this podcast after kind of like a crazy time where, you know, I was recently diagnosed with a pretty serious mental health disorder. And then I got 
a divorce, which was kind of a traumatic way to get a divorce and all of these things that I feel like people who have gone through hard things that other people watch, they kind of put on a, almost like a pedestal, not a, I'm not, not that people I think put me on a pedestal at all, but I guess that's what I do when other people go through something really hard. I see them as like, um, maybe that's just inspirational. Maybe I'm just talking about people being inspirational. Maybe I'm an inspiration. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Relax. I'm kidding. I literally hate myself. I'm kidding. I'm kidding about that too. Sheesh. Can't take a joke. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. I feel scatterbrained. I think it just feel weird because it's the first time it's my full body on the podcast. Like it has my full body. Like it's it shows what I look like right now sitting and that's very, very vulnerable because I feel like I have really weird mannerisms, uh, but I love them. I love my weird mannerisms. I love that I feel insecure every time I move, which is kind of what we're talking about today to get into the topic of discussion is something that I've really been struggling with in a million aspects of my life right now. But I've been really bad at just comparison, like comparing myself to other people. And it's not even necessarily always physical or success wise. It's, it's usually with like, if they're happy, like if someone's happy, I literally am so like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I just be feel more grateful, feel more happy, have better thoughts, you know, I'm trying not to do the what is wrong with me, but sometimes it just happens on my low days and that's okay. Yeah, I've just been comparing myself a lot, I think, in my faith too, just where I'm at versus where other people are at and that's not a good thing to do and, you know, we're asked not to do, that's not even something we're taught, but I think it just kind of starts to happen as like a natural instinct almost to protect yourself as you start to compare to make sure you're in the right place at the right time, blah, blah, blah. So that's what we're talking about today. Why comparison is boof, why we probably should not compare ourselves all the time and just kind of talk about that. And I also want to open up about things that I like some of my insecurities. So I'm excited. But first, time to talk about myself more. So life updates for today. I really just have been in my feels lately and also very tired. I've been fatigued, tired, and like very nostalgic, I guess. Well, yeah, kind of just sentimental. I wanted to save this. I wanted to do like a Mother's Day episode because I think that's in, that's coming up in a month or something, right? When is Mother's Day actually? Maybe it's in a long time. Maybe it's because my mom's birthday's in September. I think it's in September. I'm overthinking everything right now. Anyways, I wish you could see inside of my brain sometimes because it's like there's like 15 different conversations happening in the same time and I just have to choose one and I kind of go on to that. But then once I click that, there's like 50 more that pop up. So I click on the next one. So I forget what I'm talking about a lot. What was I talking about? Oh, my mom. Um, I've just been really sentimental with my, like my parents, my mom, my dad. They both listen, so they'll hear this. I just, I there's a voice recording that I was going to share, but I think I'm going to save that just for my own well, maybe I'll share it later. I was just talking to my dad and we were just talking about life, learning, um, growing, like how weird it is when I'm sure your children grow older and then they're like talking about things that you also had struggled with and do do still struggle with. You just learn from your kids, but your kids have also learned like almost everything from you. 
it's just crazy. And I think it's like so beautiful because the older I get, the more I realize my parents are just my best friends. And so are my siblings and family. My family will always be there for me. And also it's just beautiful to think that this is the first time my mom and my dad are experiencing adult kids and what that's like to watch them go through really challenging things on their own and they can't control it. And they just have to love and support and, you know, pray and surrender that and I just see my both my parents as like such rock stars because not because I think that they are perfect but because they're trying their best with what they know and what they've been taught and also just like navigating their own life and I think they've done it beautifully and so I've just been like super emo about it and yeah I just love my parents and my siblings and and my grandparents like I just I'm very proud of like where I've come from and and that's kind of been a journey recently because I think sometimes in your 20s or not even why does everything feel like it's in your 20s that can happen whenever in life but you kind of go through like a rebellious phase I don't think I ever actually acted on it but mentally I feel like I was angry at my parents I was angry at family I was angry at so many things because I felt like that was I wanted to blame something for everything happening inside of me and even though maybe actions of others caused that and whatever it's like that's not the answer though to get rid of them or to learn to be at peace with the things that have been hurt inside of me and I think I'm just now trying to find my way back to my roots, be comfortable with my roots and be proud of my roots. It's a beautiful journey that I'm on, but that's also okay if that's not where you're at on your own journey. And that's also what we're talking about is comparing where you're at with other people in the sense of healing, um, how you think about the world, perspectives. Like a lot of people have different perspectives. We're all at a different pace and we're all in a different part of our journey and different things. Like maybe it could be healing. Maybe it could be a hobby. Maybe it could be exercise health and wellness like I'm not on a very good health and wellness journey right now I'm not on a bad one okay but I'm not on a good one I have a lot to learn from other people who are just further along in that than me yeah well anyways we'll get into that I digress I've also I've also just been so sensitive to ever like I've been taking everything personally and I don't know why but I can't I can't I don't know what's happening. I'm so sensitive and I'm and I'm not PMSing right now, but I, I've just been taking everything so personally. Like my boyfriend will try to help me with something. And I'm like, do you think I'm an idiot? You think I can't? He's like, I'm literally just trying to help you. Like, why are you being? I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know what is going on with me, but I'm taking everything personally and I need to fix that. I, I need to fix that. I need to point the finger back on myself because there's uh, there's something going on with that. I just feel like everything is an attack on me. I, th I think it's mostly down to a lot of self-doubt and second guessing yourself, which I struggle with. I think just from OCD, I've, I don't know. I've just had a lot of struggles with like self-doubt and I'm, I'm definitely on working my way back up to where I was. Not even actually not back up. I'm just working my way forward. Anyways, blah, blah, blah. I'm a talking talking girl right now I think when someone get like second guesses me or doubts me for a second I get really really defensive because yeah I think I've just been through things where people don't believe in me don't believe me and I feel like I have to fight extra hard to have other people validate my feelings but I think even though those intentions are horrible 
I have to learn how to like validate my own and trust myself even if no one else is on my side type of a thing anyway so that's fun i've been listening to so much one direction lately i've been listening to those youtube playlists that are like nostalgic one direction so much like so much i've been listening to those and i'm i'm obsessed they they feel the exact it makes me feel like i'm a teenager again with my friends like not a worry in the world the only thing i care about is how many tweet uh, how many uh likes my uh tweet got and who's live and who's on facebook at the time that i can maybe message that's what it reminds me of and it's beautiful also i used to watch like those youtube videos of like 20 facts about harry styles or zayn malik is that how you say his name whatever and i would eat those up and i'd be like i'm gonna marry him one day which is it's honestly so cute that's kind of my life updates i think i've just been putting stuff away in my new studio i haven't really decorated a ton yet because i'm just trying to save up money for now i've been selling things that i don't need anymore which has been kind of a pain facebook marketplace is the place to sell but also really uh pisses me off sometimes because people can be so wishy-washy and also the audacity that some people have like there's a print that i was selling for like 60 bucks i think i was asking and it was bought for like 200 dollars. and i'm like this is a pretty good deal and someone was like well could you go down to 20 i'm like no I've only had this up for a couple of days. I cannot, the audacity that you had to ask me for 20 when it was like 200 something dollars. And the worst part is I always feel like I'm obligated to give it to them because I feel bad. I feel like it's, uh, it's my responsibility. What if they really need that print and I need to give it to them? But then I'm like, no, hold up. I think it's okay for me to like find a good deal <laughs> and accept a good deal. I've also just been thinking about how funny it is that we like to listen to other people and what they've been doing because I don't know I just think it's like funny and cute and wholesome and I don't think there's anything wrong with it as long as like you're not over consuming what everyone else is doing and you don't feel like you're doing anything I've definitely have days where I just consume consume and I'm like I feel exhausted and I feel not accomplished and I feel sad about myself when I over consume so don't over consume but I think it's cute of us of the human race to like watching vlogs and to like watching other and listening to other people talk about random stuff so don't let anyone tell you that it's dumb okay and maybe i'm just saying that because eventually hopefully i can monetize on it but i genuinely actually believe that because whenever i watch like a bts run episode which is basically where they play a game it's just like i love watching people have fun and they're just laughing and joking around and it makes me feel good and it inspires me my um the person who cuts my trees i don't pay for it my landlord does which is very clutch but the person who cuts my trees is bringing me a palm tree next week i i don't know why he's giving it to me but i had one that my my boyfriend had brought over two palm trees like two small ones i think they're palm trees they they look like it why did my gate just open um two palm trees and he saw them when he was cutting the things and he was like do you want um my palm tree that i have in my backyard and i was like uh sure do you want you want to give it to me and he said yes and so he's bringing a palm tree next time he comes to cut my stuff so that's pretty cool i'll have three i'll have three palm trees in my front yard i'm not as afraid of spiders 
<laughs> this is becoming a really random thing. I'm not afraid of spiders anymore because I watched that one YouTube that is like a really cute spider. I don't remember what the spider's name is, but he's just, um, he's cute and he is a little spider. He's like a little baby spider or something. And he has like a cute little kid voice and you just think, oh, it's such a cute, like that's such a cute spider. So then every time I see a spider, I just think of that YouTube video. Um, I forgot what the thing is called, but if you're scared of spiders, if you watch the video, I promise it'll help because there, there was a bunch of spiders outside when I was cleaning and I actually wasn't scared at all. I just thought they were cute, which is a huge development for me. Sometimes it feels kind of scary when you're not scared of something anymore. What's up with me? What's going on? Okay, here's the, the main meat of the episode. You know what they say, comparison is the thief of joy. Do I agree with that? Pretty much, yeah, I think so. When I was thinking about compare how comparison works in my life and what it's ever done for me, it's never really done anything good. But I think looking at other people's accomplishments is helpful, but I, I think the comparison between, like the comparing part isn't necessarily helpful. Here's the thing. Anytime I talk about anything, if you don't like it and you don't agree with it and you think that the complete opposite has helped you and served you, that's go with that. Okay. This is just food for thought. These are just my own thoughts that I like to talk about and make maybe other people feel less alone sometimes. Comparison, comparison is to me one of the most damaging things that I do to myself it really does feel like it, it just steals things away from me. It steals joy away from me. It steals peace away from me. All it does is make me self-doubt and just doubt. These are the main things that I find myself comparing myself to others with. And that's body. More specifically, like my legs. I've always been a little bit insecure about my legs because they don't look like... an uh. You know, the girls that have like perfectly straight legs that have no like their knees don't bend a weird way. They just have like a it just looks aesthetically nice, you know, because that's what we've seen people say looks nice and is nice. But my legs don't look like that because they bend a little bit weird, like they bend almost inwards and then they go back outwards a little bit. So when I'm standing normally, they look a little bit wonky. I think maybe other people don't think that unless they're also self-critical because then they probably notice it in other people. But for me, I don't like seeing videos of me standing. Like I genuinely just like, it makes me cringe, but I'm trying to kind of retrain my brain to not think of anything that's out of the normal of like society as gross or cringy. It's just like, that's my body. I don't want to shame my body. So my legs specifically, my lip size, I had just see so many videos of girls that have like big old nice juicy lips. And I always just feel like my face feels small and my lips feel small. And I don't, I don't know where that comes from, but that's just how I feel. I compare myself a lot. These are like more physical things like my mannerisms. I've always wanted to be smooth and stuff. I just have kind of odd man mannerisms and maybe I actually don't, but I feel like the way that I talk and the way that I move, now I'm becoming aware of it. So now I'm making like overthinking how I should move while I'm saying this. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like my, my mannerisms are weird and I have hard time making eye contact, which kind of leads into more personality based ones where I, I get sad that I am not as, like I don't easily make friends. I'm great when it comes to a work environment. Like I'm can be um, structured, friendly, clear, communicative, patient, all of those things. But I think when it comes to friendships and like sharing, being vulnerable, that's very uncomfortable for me. 
unless it's someone I already know and trust and has been loyal to me in the past. And I feel like I open up really easily. But yeah, I just get I always compare myself to other people who make friends really fast and are like not scared of vulnerability or like just trust really easily. I, I overthink about that because I'm like, what's wrong with me? But they probably haven't gone through the same things and they've gone through different things or they went through things like 20 years ago and they've healed from it now. Happiness level. I kind of said that, said that at the beginning. I just am like, why am I not as happy as this person because I have all of these things that they have. Why can't I just be like as happy? It makes me doubt myself. It makes me feel like I'm not doing enough and yeah, just not great. And then I think the way that I articulate things, just like all these weird things that I compare myself to. I don't actually ever compare myself with how much uh, money I have versus others. I think that's just something I don't really care that much about. Like I just know that doesn't equal joy in this life and success necessarily. But I think I compare their relationship to money because I don't have the best. I'm like, I get very anxious about it. So I'm trying to work on that. So when people have like a really healthy relationship with money, I get kind of jealous, I guess. These could be really weird. These are like not, I don't know if these are necessarily the normal ones. I think the the body and like the happiness are pretty normal, but I think like mannerisms and stuff like that are kind of weird. And I think uh, I get, I really, I compare myself to how other people have a lot of friends. I'm, uh, I'm realizing I might be lonely uh, as I'm talking about these because all mine have to go back to having friends. But <laughs> I think it's just something in my life that I've, I've just not really put a lot of effort into that area right now. One day I think I'll find friends that really fully get me. I think I have, I have great friends right now though, but I think. There's just always feels like there's parts of me that I just don't feel like understood. Not every friend has to understand you and all those parts. But I think I just sometimes wish that I had more people that really understood me and my brain and how I think and how I work and how I overthink and all of that stuff. And I don't think I have that right now. And that's okay. I think I just get really I compare myself to how other people have like a million different types of friendships with a million different people. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Like, I don't know how people have time for that. I just don't know how to do it. Yeah, so those are some of the, I mean, I could probably go on and on about a million different things that I compare myself to other people on, but those are just kind of my main insecurities that I think um, I just get really, I just always see it in others and I compare myself and try to figure out what's wrong with me. Why can't I do that? Or why didn't I do that? So I think, yeah, cause I think comparison is kind of just a survival tactic that we've developed from definitely social media at this point. I don't know how bad it was hundreds of years ago if they really compared. They probably did. But I think it's kind of crazy right now because we have so much to compare ourselves to and so many different lifestyles, so many different mindsets, so many different perspectives of life and so many different levels of success are shown to us on social medias. I think comparison is just butting one person against another person. And I think that that's great when it comes to actual competition and when you actually have to showcase your skills versus someone else, because that I think produces people who work really hard. So like if there's no competition when it came to certain things like getting into college or just doing certain things like getting into a certain trade school or college or getting into a certain sport to become a professional, um, to become a professional anywhere when you go to a job and you have an interview and you're competing against other people. I think that kind of comparison when someone else is comparing your work versus another person's work, that's great. I think that that produces 
great things. I think when it gets damaging is when we are using comparison as a as a way to in a more emotional way when we're like, okay, because they're better at this, then I can't get there. Yeah, I think comparing just kind of makes us feel like there's not enough space to improve. I think for me personally, I'll speak for myself. Whenever I compare myself to someone else in someone else's life or how someone else's fate, like a long, like how far along on their fate journey they are, or how far along on their health and wellness journey they are or in mental health or recovery or whatever. And I compare myself to it. it. You're always trying to find what you're lacking. I feel like there's just a level of jealousy and a level of like, because they're, they've made it. I can't or something. And I guess if you're comparing and you don't have that mindset, then maybe it's helpful because it's just a way for you to be competitive, which I think is healthy. But yeah, I don't know. I think when we're comparing and getting jealous of others and beating ourselves up, it's not helpful. But I think if we're noticing other people's successes and where they're better than us at certain things, we can A, I think, be happy for them. And even if that that's something that probably will have to change over a long course of time, like a long period of time of gradually shifting your perspectives on that of if someone's really successful at something it doesn't mean that you can't be successful at it even if you never surpass them doesn't still mean that you can't find fulfillment and joy and be really really good at something always try to be the best you know because I think that that again competition is healthy but I think comparison when you're vetting people against each other and their worth inherently because of how good they are at something I think that's incredibly damaging but I think yeah if you're just happy for someone that they got to that level and you said and you also notice that if they if they got to that level of success or if they recovered from OCD or if they have gotten that close to God or if they feel that secure in themselves then maybe it's possible for me. And to, instead of saying like, because they, they did it, I can't, maybe to shift your perspective a little bit, you can start to believe like, because they did it, I can do it. You know, they kind of paved the way. I think just that, that just applies to anything. If there's someone that started out as a really bad artist, like they were horrible, they could barely even draw stick figures that looked decent. I saw this one girl, she started, she was really bad, like, you know, those people who like try to draw, they, it just like does not look good. She was trying to draw good. That's the thing. But she was really bad. And then it showed her before and after. And because she just, it was years. Everyone's like, you're so talented. She's like, this was years of like every day drawing a thousand circles a day and then a thousand ovals and then squares and straight lines and practicing all of these things over and over and over again. That was years of work to get to this point. Like if I were to compare where I am now as an artist to her her after like five years of constantly drawing and stuff I would quit I would be like I'm just not meant to be an artist I'm just not meant to do this you know it's it's too hard for me it's coming too hard it should do something that comes naturally all of these things and I think because I saw her where she started and then where she is now a I'm glad I'm really glad that she showed me her before I'm really glad that some people do show what it was like before I think that's incredibly important if you have a problem if you struggle with comparing yourself to other people I think a lot of people don't share like where they started and I don't feel like they necessarily have to I don't feel like people owe anyone anything especially on the internet when people are generous enough to offer and show you befores of certain situations or kind of where they started with things, it does help if you struggle with comparison, obviously, because you can see 
like, okay, actually that's where I am. And then they got there. So that's amazing that I could start that here and then end up there. That's something that I think about when dancing, because I struggle with my mannerisms. Like I feel really uncomfortable in my own body sometimes. Yeah. It's just interesting because I'll see people be, I'll see people's videos from before and they first started dancing and they were just as like awkward and like not very confident. And then versus years later after practicing and they're so confident, they move so good. So again, I think it is always helpful as I'm talking through this to see people's before. So I think maybe just assume that everyone sucked at everything at the very beginning. I notice some more that I'm just like congratulate people on their successes. And like if they accomplish something really cool, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can do it too. That has helped me immensely. Ugh, because every time I even think about comparing myself or being like, oh, they made it so I can't. It's like, ugh, my, that makes my chest tight. That makes me really anxious. That makes me feel like tugged down to make myself feel more free and I feel like I have space to come into something new and to grow into something I just feel like it frees up space when I don't compare myself and when I am just in awe of what other people can accomplish also when we compare we miss out on our story it, we don't have to compare to anyone else's for it to feel and be real and valuable and beautiful and magical when we're so busy focusing on how other how our story or our life compares to other people's lives it feel like it takes the beauty out of our own a little bit in regards to our perspective about our own life story but the more you can romanticize and beautify your life and not just like faking like things are good when they're not but really acknowledging life for all that it is and focusing on your own story your own path and just being inspired by those along the way instead of comparing yourself to like others along the way. It really is like the thief of joy. There's there's always space for you at the top. OK, there's space for everyone at the top. That is the biggest. I mean, if you're looking to monetize on everything in life. No, clearly there's not space for everyone at the top. OK, I think that's very obvious. Not everyone can be the best tennis player. You're you're probably not going to be the best at most things that you do in life if not all you, you might not ever be the best at something you'll be the best at being yourself okay how about try that on for a size see how that feels it's okay that you're not the best to acknowledge that someone's probably putting in more work than you is healthy because it's probably true and that's okay and it should inspire that maybe you could do better <laughs> uh, I don't even know what I'm saying at this point just be better just don't compare and be better if no one ever knows your story, that doesn't negate one ounce of how valuable and beautiful it is. For a little bit right after my divorce, when I got a lot of attention on social media, not even that much, but a little bit more than I was used to, I feel like it fueled me and it really did help me. I think some like at the time, because I really loved the support. It made me feel so validated, but at the same time, I felt so much pressure that like, oh my gosh, I like now have to be so happy all the time. And I now have to have a perfect life because that's what people see on social media is like, oh, I went through a horrible breakup, but now I'm with this perfect partner and we're running down the beach. We have a beautiful baby. Everything's great. Yeah. You just felt, I just felt pressure to share everything. But now I'm kind of coming back into my own. I don't have to have this like big pivotal thing every second. And, and the last thing I'll say about comparison is I think it's not just a thief of joy, but it's a thief of empathy and celebrating and oneness and connection whenever I compare myself to someone else and that just means me 
versus them, me against them, them against me. I can't be happy. For, like, I'm not happy for them. I'm, I'm so annoyed with them. I'm, they're wrong. I'm right. They did it the wrong way. I'm going to do it the right way. You know, your ego gets very involved with that and you get territorial, you get defensive, you get excuses, you get all of these different things when you're me versus them. It really does rob a lot of beautiful moments that you could have with people. Yeah, I just feel like it robs me from a lot of experiences of just being connected to someone and celebrating with them. And when someone else wins, genuinely, I know this sounds like so cheesy, but when someone else wins, you win. When someone else gets over something, you that that's a win for everyone. When someone else triumphs over something, that's your win too. The more we can realize that when other people are succeeding, it benefits us because they're paving ways, they're doing things, they're making things happen, they're inspiring. It just pushes us away from other people and it makes us isolate ourselves and makes us feel different than everyone else and brings out all of our insecurities. Comparison usually leads to judging for me when I'm like starting to compare myself to other people, it always leads to judging and self-doubt. And I think those are two very not great things, not helpful to where I want to go in life and who I want to be. Yeah, I don't want to judge. I don't want to compare. I don't want to doubt myself. I want to just keep going, stay in my own lane. When I was in high school, I used to swim and my coach, this is a classic thing when it comes to swimming. You know, you always hear stay in your lane. That same, I guess, goes with cars. I think, I don't know if it came from swimming or cars, but mine comes from swimming. But it was stay in your lane. Don't look around while you're racing to see where other people are at in the race. You're all doing the same thing. You're all swimming as fast as you can to that side and then turning, swimming as fast as you can back and touching the exact same wall, all of you within a couple of seconds of a difference sometimes. Every second would matter. I mean, we've all seen the Olympics with, I think it was Michael Phelps and Ryan Lochte where it was like 0.001 seconds and he won. Michael Phelps, he beat him. So every millisecond matters. So my coach would always say, never look up, never look at anyone else's lane, stay in your lane. You cannot control how fast other people are going. If you look at someone, that's not going to make you go faster. That's going to slow me down. And I 100% agree that that translates into normal life. If you're looking over your shoulder, seeing how fast are they going? Where are they at now? How fast did they get from A to B? It's not going to make you go faster. Sometimes I feel like hustle culture kind of makes us do that because I think competition is healthy because I was competing at the time racing and I thought it was healthy be and, and I think it was so healthy because after you can look at the times, you can look at the times after you've tried your hardest. After I was sprinting, I would be exhausted. I tried my best. I did the best I could at the end of the race. Then you get to get up and you get to look at all the times and then you get to see how you did compared to everyone else and you see what place you got in. But if I did that in the middle, it would slow me down. So I actually wouldn't do my best. I would get in my head and I wouldn't even enjoy the race. I, w I would just be like, "Ugh, I'm already losing. There's no point. But there's something that feels so freeing and repels you forward when you're not caring about what everyone else is doing. And when you're not worrying about where you're at compared to everyone else while you're doing something. That for me has translated into my normal life because I try to just keep my head down 
and I can just move forward. And I, no one else has to agree with me. I can be misunderstood. I can feel alone and I can still validate my own feelings and I can still validate my own life experience. And my story is beautiful. To specify, I do think competition, like competing and comparing are two different things. I think competing is healthy depending on your mindset, but I think comparing is not really ever healthy, I think. But what the heck do I know? You'll figure it out, okay? You'll figure it out. The other thing is we see so many things on social media about people saying black and white statements, which can be very damaging, I think, to our own personal growth because everyone's, again, in a different place and different things. And when you're constantly like, well, why don't I feel that way? Well, why isn't that how I... It's like, you will figure it out, okay? Listen to people that you trust, that you know, that know you, and you'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. Let it go. You got yourself. God's got you. Okay, now we're going to do a Dear Abby. Let's do a Dear Abby, a Dear Abby, a Dear Abby, yeah, yeah. Side note, I just watched a TikTok of Paramore and Steph Curry together. And it was really weird. And it was actually one of the most wholesome videos I've ever seen. He got to sing like the chorus of da 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 this dream wait uh, my wildest dreams come true and not one of them involving you. That part. And then she goes to the chorus, but anyways, let's do the dear Abby. Let's hear what you guys need this time. Dear Abby, I wanted to call in. Um, I'm navigating a new relationship. We've been dating for almost two months, and um, there's going to be like a like a pretty, I guess, small to medium change um, probably in the next month. Um, so my boyfriend is going to be going to nursing school, and it's two years long. Um, and it's going to be in the same area um, that I am, that we're going to be living in. But he's already kind of warned me that it's going to be, like, really, really crazy and um, that he probably won't be able to see me as much, which I, could, like, totally understand. And I have really strong feelings for him already, and, like, I want to see it through, even if it's going to be harder and we're not going to be able to, like, see each other quite as much. But I wanted just any, like, advice you could think of for something like that. Um, I am, like, a very, I would say I'm pretty, like, fine with not seeing each other as often because, like, right now we're doing, like, medium distance. And I live in a city that's, like, two hours away from um, Houston where he lives, but I will be moving there in about a month. So, yeah, any tips on navigating the new... I guess, like, um, like I guess staying, you know, keeping the spark alive while also not, like, putting too much pressure on him or anything like that since we already have talked about it and um, kind of communicated. But, yeah, sorry. Now I'm just rambling. But thank you. Bye. Just break up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, let's see. What do I think about that? Hmm. Give me a second. Give me a second. Okay, I got it. I'm getting too comfortable on this. 
Yeah, you kind of have already done what I would say, which is to just communicate about it. And I think don't put pressure on you or him to know exactly what you'll need. I think there's sometimes you can get in your head of like, well, if I'm an adult, I should know exactly what I need in every situation already. And it's like you can know the gist of like, "Eh, I'm not that needy or I'm, you know, usually kind of like anxious or I'm just avoidant. Like I can easily detach from people and stuff like that. I think you know tendencies, but I do think don't put pressure on yourself or him to know exactly what, what you'll need during this because that's something that you guys can learn together. You know, you guys can figure it out. And if you're both willing to figure it out, I think that's beautiful. And I think that this is like such an exciting journey for you guys, especially as like a newer relationship, because you can learn how you're going to work through more difficult things where you're not going on fancy dates all the time together and you're not like constantly with each other and not everything's as glorious and as easy things get more difficult and yeah you just get to learn how each other work and function in those situations and you'll learn about each other you'll learn about yourself probably and what you need and I think that's super important and valuable so I think you already kind of know like don't put pressure on yourself to know everything that you guys need to do in order to make it work. Because if you want to make it work with someone and someone wants to make it work with you, it will, you'll figure it out. And it might be messy. It's like, you don't know exactly what you need until you need it sometimes. And then as far as more fun advice goes, just like be really curious about how it's going with him. Um, don't worry about going on really fancy dates because I'm sure it's expensive. Don't worry about it having to look a certain like a certain aesthetic or has to look a certain way in order for it to be a beautiful relationship in this period of your life. Um, romanticize the small things, the normal things, the the FaceTimes, the texts back and forth. Um, sometimes I think people underestimate texting. I, I don't actually love texting, but I like texting my boyfriend sometimes because it feels flirty. So flirt with him like through texting I think calling's great but I think sometimes when you're trying to bring back a little bit of a spark sometimes just flirting over text or dming and whatever just sometimes brings back like the fun new fresh aspect of it okay okay enough of that I don't have a game for today and (laughs) I was also thinking you guys don't get mad at me I'm a horrible podcaster host because Every single week, I'm like, I, I don't have time for a game. When in reality, I just can't think of any games. that I'm, I'm scared that the games that I have aren't fun. So I just don't plan any other new games. And so I don't have games. So I've been lying to you and cheating my way through this. Well, sometimes I actually genuinely do think I don't have time because the time that it says that I've been recording is really long. But I cut so much out of it because I overthink that I don't actually have time at the end. But then when I, yeah, after I cut it, I actually do have a bunch of time that I probably could have put in a game. So I don't have a game this week. So maybe I'll just gritty on screen. Um, I'll just do my favorite dance moves and then we can hit the outro and we could be done with this. So here I go. You know, my, my thing just said there's no more space on the memory card <laughs> on my camera. <gasps> oh, that's so ironic. 
I'm not actually kidding. I wish I could take a video of that. It was like that. But immediately when I started gritting, my camera said, I'm not letting you post that on the Internet. And it and it just erased it. So hopefully it didn't erase my full video. That would really suck. That's it for this week's episode, you guys. Thank you for listening to Dear Abby. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your Thursday or whenever you're listening to this. Please feel free to like, subscribe, comment, um, leave a five-star review if you're listening on Apple or Spotify. Leave comments for me. Send, post it on your story. Let's get this thing out there. If you guys actually want to support the podcast in all seriousness, I would love if you posted it on your story. Tell your friends about it. Word of mouth. That's like the best way to support the podcast. And let me know what you thought about this episode, what you want to see. I love you guys so, so much. And for all the tired girls and guys out there, keep going. You're doing great. You're doing better than you think. Trust yourself wherever you are at in the journey. You got this. We're not in a rush. Everything's okay. You're okay. Also, join my Discord, baby. But yeah, I wish I could give you guys all a big warm hug. But I guess I'll have to do that virtually and through a podcast. So <laughs> how creepy if we <laughs> how creepy would it be if I just started <laughs> describing me hugging you? Oh. I just get so descriptive with it. I'm like, now imagine me putting my arm around you. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Okay, I feel like a pervert. Okay, love you. Bye. Oh, I don't take in a right to join a lay. Don't you balance her? Good old guy, I'll tell you.